You're listening to an audio version of week two of Idlewild Presbytery Church's Lenten Groups. There are groups meeting in people's home and an online group in Realm that you can join if you would like to be a part of an online discussion on this Lenten practice. This is a time of prayer, reflection, and meditation on Scripture. The goal is to encounter God's Word in new and meaningful ways. Like last week, there will be 10 minutes of silent time. If you are new to silence, then that might seem long, but I encourage you to relax and give yourself that time to be with God today. We do not practice silence for results. Contemplative prayer is the practice of listening to God. Sometimes it may be days, weeks, months later that your time today will connect with you on a deeper level. By learning to listen to God, you also learn to listen to your own inner voice and to each other. Mother Teresa said, We need to find God, and God cannot be found in the noise and restlessness. God is a friend of silence. We do not like to hear it, but it takes practice to realize the fruits of contemplative practice. Start with a minute and set a goal to build up to 20 minutes. Make time for silence because it encourages a conversation between God and us, where we listen to God more than we speak. Listen for understanding. Listen so your perspective might change. Listen to ground the intentions with which you live. Listen to see common ground of humanity. Listen for patience. Listen for gratitude. This week we will be praying the Psalms. Today I will read Psalm 95 through three times. Then you will have an extended silent time for reflection and prayer. Each reading will be from a different version. One will be from the NRSB, which you may be familiar with. One will be from the Book of Common Prayer, which was translated so that it could be recited in unison or a chant. The last version will be from Nan Merrill, which was written to be a companion to the Hebrew scripture of one age speaking to a later age. There's a group meeting in the Harlan prayer room during Sunday school at 945 this semester that's praying the Psalms. If you have a candle, light it to remind you of the presence of the Holy Spirit here today. Before beginning, spend a minute breathing and leave the past behind you and putting the future off until it comes. Practice being in the present moment by focusing on your breath. Get comfortable, however that might be for you today. I invite you to relax and release all that has happened to you before entering this time trusting that God will give back to you what is necessary afterwards. Breathe in and out. Pay attention to your heart beating. Place your hand on your heart and feel the blood pumping through your body. Feel that you are alive this moment. Place your other hand on your stomach and breathe in deeply. Feel your deep breathing as another reminder of being alive this moment. 
Rest in this moment in time, this moment where the past and the future come together, this moment of now. Rest in God for a minute. Continue focusing on your breathing as a way to calm your mind and focus your attention on your time here today. You can also use the time to offer up a silent prayer to God. After a minute, I will open us in a prayer that incorporates words by Eugene Peterson. Dear Lord, settle me down today. Teach me to meditate on your works in nature and history. Let me also simply meditate on Thee. Let my prayer be a tool for being and becoming. Give me a desire to develop in the life of faith, to mature in my humanity, and to glorify You with my whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. Shine light on ways that I can use meditation to deepen my prayer. Let me live a life of meditation and a life of praising you. Amen. The book of Psalms reflects many aspects of the religious experience of Israel. The Psalms are the most introspective book of an all of Scripture. As a collection of prayers, they give expression to a wide range of human emotions, from anger and agony to joy and thanksgiving. The Psalms are marked by a certain rawness, vulnerability, unmitigated honesty. The psalmist dares to offer God faith unfiltered, or as John Calvin once put it, an anatomy of every part of the soul. Eugene Peterson in his book, Answering God, says the following about the Psalms. In a world of prayers that indulge the religious ego and cultivate passionate longings, the Psalms stand out with a kind of angular austerity. Left to ourselves, we will pray to God who speaks what we like to hear, or to the part of God we manage to understand. But what is critical is that we speak to God who speaks to us. The Psalms train us in that conversation. God, not the people's feelings, was the center. 
God, not the people's souls, was the issue. God, not the meaning of life, was critical. Feelings, souls, and meaning were not excluded. They were very much in evidence, but they are not the reason for the prayers. What is essential in prayer is not that we learn to express ourselves, but we learn to answer God. Psalm 95 is about God's kingship. It, Psalm 95 identifies no author, but Hebrews 4.7 attributes it to David. Eugene Peterson says the following points about David that might be helpful as you pray the psalm. David's life is extensively narrated in the Bible. It's an exuberant life story that stretches the entire sweep of the human condition. David was a lay person, not a prophet, priest, or wise man, but someone who was shown most at prayer in the Bible. The regular place of David's prayers was in his ordinary life. Peterson says God speaks to us before we speak to God. If we pray without listening, we pray out of context. So listen now to the three readings of Psalm 95 to hear what God might be saying to you today. Listen for a word or phrase that grabs your attention. After the first reading, there will be a minute of silence before the next reading. Psalm 95 O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his for he made it and the dry land with which his hands have formed. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today we would listen to his voice. Do not harden your hearts as in Meribah, as on the day of Massah in the wilderness, when your ancestors tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For forty years I loathed that generation and said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not regard my ways. Therefore, in my anger I swore, they shall not enter my rest.
We will now hear the second reading from the Book of Common Prayer and again rest in a period of silence before the last reading. Psalm 95 from the Book of Common Prayer Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to Him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. For the sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pastures, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Harden not your hearts as your forebears did in the wilderness at Meribah and on that day at Massah when they tempted me. They put me to the test, though they had seen my works. Forty years long I detested that generation and said, This people are wayward in their hearts. They do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest. Now you will hear the last reading from Nan Merrill, but this time we will rest in silence for six minutes before coming back together. I will ring a bell halfway through the time of silence. You may spend the time writing your own prayer or song to God. Remember that the scripture in your words are human words that are trying to describe an infinite God who is beyond words, beyond time, beyond our comprehension. Humble yourself before God, knowing you will never have the exact right words. You might write each word or phrase for God you hear in the version in the list down the page and then write a line to God using each of those words. Take it line by line and let the theme of the psalm shape your own prayer. If you're not certain what to write, Write the same line, but personalize it in your own words or contemporary language. Or write down ten things you know about to be true about God, and let that be the basis for your prayer. Don't get hung up on form. Don't try to make it quality poetry. Let this flow naturally, or you can just simply rest in silence and pray and listen for God. I encourage you to practice listening before praying during this time. Remember, you will have distractions because you're human. Don't waste this time giving your distractions your attention. 
Try to repeat a word or phrase that spoke to you to bring your attention back to God or focus on your breathing. Psalm 95 by Nan Merrill O come, let us sing to the Most High, Creator of the Cosmos. Let us make a joyful sound to the Beloved. Let us come to the Radiant One with thanksgiving. With gratitude, let us offer our psalms of praise. For the Beloved is infinite, the breathing life of all. The depths of the earth belong to love, the heights of the mountains as well. The sea and all that is in it, the dry land and air above, were created by love. O come, let us bow down and give thanks. Let us be humble before the Blessed One. For the Beloved is supreme, and we, blessed to be invited to friendship as companions along the way. Oh, that today we would hearken to the Beloved's voice. Harden not your hearts as in days of old, that you not be separated from love. Be not like those who hear the Spirit's voice and heed it not, thinking to be above the teacher. For life is but a breath in the eternal dance, a gift to be revered with trust, an opportunity to grow in spirit and truth. That in passing into new life, you enter into new Jerusalem.
Before I close this in prayer that includes words by Eugene Peterson, I invite you to rest in silence for a minute with the insight given to you today. What did you hear God saying to you in the Psalms today? Where did you find God in the silence? You may also spend this time to pray for other people who are listening to this online or offer up a prayer to God thanking the Beloved for this time today. Heavenly Lord, I often focus on my circumstances instead of focusing on you. I forget to take delight in all that you are. Help me to focus upon all that you are and all that you do. May I delight in you today regardless of my circumstances. In this increasingly confusing world, help me to keep the eyes of my heart on you and to delight myself in creation and nature. Align my thoughts to your thoughts and my will to your will. May the desire of my heart unite in your plan and purpose for my life. In the midst of my busyness, enable me to stop and remember that you are here, right here with me. Thank you for the all that you are, because you are truly worthy of my trust. Thank you for the Psalms and that they are a personal answer to the personal revelation, prayers conditioned by your word, not the soul's mood. Remind me to keep, remind us to keep each other in prayer. Thank you for friendship. Thank you for community. Thank you for Idlewild. Amen. Thank you for listening today and being a part of Idlewild's Lenten Contemplative Practices. If you are a member of a group meeting in members' homes or an online group, remember to do your at-home practices. There are suggestions for praying in the Psalms at home. The sermon text for this Sunday is John 4, 5-42, and your packet is art by Liesl Gwen Garrity inspired by the scripture, as well as an artist statement in ways you can use the art to reflect on the scripture. Come worship at Idlewild.